0: Hey everyone, tie a yellow ribbon around this local politics podcast. Today I sit down with Tony Orlando, who is running for La Mesa City Council. We talk about the whys and the why nows, his ideas and platforms, and going to what I call MailerGate. A controversial mailer that went out and caused all kinds of commotion in the community. How we got his calling into the ministry at 14. How you people in La Mesa can get potholes fixed quickly without resorting to obscene graffiti. That's a real inside La Mesa reference. We play some Tony Orlando and Dawn in and out of breaks. We cut short his views on Church and State for another episode. And if you do not live in La Mesa, you probably want to bypass this episode. It's very local. So sit down, strap in, turn on and turn up this locally engaged episode of Tony on the Mike.
1: Our story begins, as these stories often
0: do. Direct all your questions to TonyOrlando.com yeah. or whatever. Tony for, La <laughs> Tony for La- Please, What? TonyForLaMesa.com? They bought me the domain. I didn't get Damn it. it. <laughs> Tony for La- <laughs> Tony for La Mesa, and it's not me.
1: And when our children tell our stories. when our children tell
0: our stories. Listen to my story. Um can't bog down too much into policies because you rambled on during the Mailergate. <laughs> so we're gonna have to, gonna have to, kind of be do, more concise. Here yes, go. yes, to the point.
1: We'll... Story, story. Now, last time I checked, what's the biggest criticism in politics? Dishonesty, lack of integrity, bad and morals, mailers, and mailers. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I think most and it's funny i say knowledgeable meaning people who agree with me most (laughs) most knowledgeable film people would have that in their top 10. i have to say that's the most amazing story i ever heard good morning good afternoon good evening whatever time you listen to this fine podcast product my name is tony lawrence and this is tony on the mic today we're talking politics so let me give you a spoiler alert listeners all you faithful listeners overseas and around the world if you are not interested in la mesa politics you probably want to turn off here because this is a local issue. We're going to talk about a lot of local stuff. It's a lot of stuff. We're going to talk about sports. But my guest is running for La Mesa City Council. I consider him a good friend, Tony Orlando. Say hi, folks. Hi, Tony. How you doing? Good. Tony Orlando. Yeah, so get all your Don jokes out of the way. Tie a yellow ribbon around the old oak tree. Ask him who's in a strawberry patch with Sally. Get all that stuff out of the system early.
1: three times on the ceiling if you
0: I gotta admit, I'll probably play a few little Tony Orlando sound bites. It's good, you know, throughout the episode. I'll let it in. How old are you? I am fifty-nine. Okay. See, I am. I was forced to know his music. I was right at the borderline of his era. Okay. So. Yeah. No, don't. It wasn't like we weren't teenagers mopping to Tony Orlando. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) my my parents played a lot of Tony Orlando and Don. There we go. And they had a variety show. They They did. I'm sure you probably know. They did. So, and actually, I'm gonna start there. We talked the other day and I give folks a little background I've known you for years probably at least yes, ten years at least ten years at least ten years and we talk a lot about sports we talk about music we're gonna try still trying to organize band a band get a yeah. band together and do some fun stuff so uh, this isn't gonna be two strangers talking so there'll be a little familiarity and we've had conversations before it uh, also all my listeners know, but just, you know, this isn't a gotcha confrontational, correct, investigational journalist. That's not what this is. And and again, disclaimer, folks, if you want that, there's plenty of that out there. This is Let's not say. that show. So sit back and chill out because we're going to have a good time. But we were talking about the election and being on the ballot and you said you're going to get votes because your name's Tony Orlando. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I had someone tell me that. As a matter of fact, the actual guy that I'm
1: replacing, you know, if, if I win the election, is Bill Baber. And Bill Baber had and I had a conversation about probably three months ago. He said, you're probably not going to win. That's what he said. No one wins their first time. Uh, but he said, you're you're probably going to get votes because of your name. Now, that's not the way I want to win, right? But right. at the same time, though, hey. there is some name recognition, whether it's my dad who's been in business here in East County for 50 years, a contractor, or just – I grew up in East County myself. So, yeah, that's not the goal, but, but- –
0: it seems familiar wasn't the Eddie Murphy movie distinguished gentleman I think and and the guy who was in office passed away and it was a 90 percent retention rate so I don't remember if it was red or blue or whatever but sure. one party won every time so he just changed his name legally to the other guy's name and it's like just, vote for the just name say, you know exactly that's true <laughs> that happened look Sorry. it happened to Duncan Hunter years ago
1: yeah after uh, his dad got out of office you saw duncan hunter signs, and the d was very small duncan d hunter right right and he won yeah
0: yep so name recognition sadly matters it but does. uh it does you know can't expect everybody to be political experts like myself uh, <laughs> so you were born grossmont hospital i was 1973 wow 73 so you're 10 years younger than i am and you went to Monta Vista High School. I did, class Wait, of 91. What'd you do? You are a nerd? Were you a jock? Were you, uh, uh... I was a little bit of both. Okay. I was a nerd. I had lunch with my English teacher
1: little for four light. years. I sat in his classroom with he and his wife and just had lunch. But, so I wasn't the quad kid. I didn't hang out with right. a okay. quad. I ran track. I ran okay. track and field. What events? Uh, I was the high hurdles, which is kind of funny that I'm 5'9", but I ran high hurdles. I ran 330 intermediate oh. hurdles. I did long and triple jump. I actually went back and coached there when I came back to San Diego two thousand one. I see I coached there two thousand two through two thousand six. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you coach hurdles? I coached long and triple jump. I didn't coach hurdles. Triple jump, that's brutal. It's a tough it's triple, a tough jump. Yeah. Triple jump is brutal. Oh yeah.
0: So, then you went to Bethany University in Santa Cruz. Not UC Santa Cruz. You weren't a banana slug. I was
1: not a banana slug. No, you I was were. very
0: close. Five minutes away from the banana slugs. What, what was the mascot of Bethany? Uh, the Bruins. 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 Okay. Yeah. And that was in Santa Cruz. And you came back to La Mesa. What brought you back?
1: That's good. You know what? So, I got a call. I was youth pastoring in the area. And All so, right, probably need to back, back up. Yeah. yeah. Let's go probably. to high,
0: back to high school. Yeah. At what point did you know or decide or whatever that you were going to be involved in in the ministry in 1987 fashion. it was be- summer so 16 of 16 years before my freshman 14. Year. 14 years old yeah 14
1: years old i'm good at math it's good that's awesome <laughs> Summer before my freshman year and i felt a call now that sounds very kind of ominous maybe even ambiguous but that's a t- true moment where i felt like this is what I'm supposed to do. Now, I wanted to be a PE teacher up till that point. I was I was okay. going to be... I thought, what a cool job, PE teacher. You guys are just checking off for people doing showers. You're out on the field. What a cool gig, you know? And then so... I feel called. So then now it's a four-year trajectory of what am I going to do after after college, after high school to go to college? And it was either Point Loma, uh, Southern California College, or Bethany University, which is in our denomination. So I chose Bethany. And that's
0: Bethany. Methodist. Uh, it's
1: Assemblies of God is, oh. the, is the actual denomination. Because I went yeah. to Bethany Methodist in South Carolina. Oh, okay. Yeah, and there's a few
0: Beth. There's Bethany is kind of yeah, a very,
1: yeah, very typical true. Christian name.
0: Yeah. All right, so at 14... Would you say you were nudged or slapped in the face with this calling? A little bit of both. I think it was a it was
1: a, a strong nudge, not a slap. I just felt so impressed. And I having conversations, Tony, with my pastor growing up, he said, if you can do something else and be at peace, then do it, you're probably not called. And I really felt like I can't be a PE teacher the way I wanted to, which I could talk about that too later, God brought that full circle back to me, I got to coach. And that was the thing I wanted to do. Later on, I got to coach twice, different times as a youth pastor. but, But I felt that was a strong nudge. And at 14, that was kind of a you know, I was still trying to figure my oh, life heck out. Yeah. At Fourteen know? is I mean, acne, time. Yeah. you know, right. puberty. Like I mean, like I'm changing, but yet that call was so definitive. I was tunnel vision. It was never anything but that throughout the rest of the four
0: years. And your dad was not in the ministry,
1: correct? He was right. not in the ministry, very actively involved. My parents were the most active non pastors I knew. My dad was on the board of directors at our church. 20 plus years so i had that inside to the ministry
0: right. but not as a pastor's kid like mm-hmm. yourself yes i was a I was a pk 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 and uh it's mostly true what they say that's right <laughs> <laughs> i don't believe that nope it's uh i can vouch i'm not proud not bragging just stating that's a right fact. it's that's right. uh not ashamed either just, that's just good. is what it is They've been married 22 years? 22 years. Yes. And what a, I'm sensing a the theme here, you met your wife at church? I did. I did. <laughs> no, so that was I could have met her anywhere. I could have met
1: her at Bible Bethany Bridal College is what it was affectionately known as because there was people both male and female that went there to find a spouse. Matchmaker,
0: matchmaker, make me a match. Find me a
1: find. Ring by spring or your money back. That was the the mantra really? of Bible college. Yeah. That's hysterical. Yeah. And it was a four to one guy to girl ratio. So it was in my favor, but I was one of only two church leadership uh, majors who graduated without being engaged or already married. Ah. So I wow. met her in church. Yes.
0: But you didn't meet her at the I Bridal did, U. i did not
1: meet her at the Bridal You. <laughs> she walked in the church and I said, she's not from here a little small town silicon valley that's where i worked at the time and she walked in i'm like she's not local and where was she from she was from monterey she grew up in born in vegas but grew up in salinas monterey area of the bay area uh
0: now you say you played her a song to propose yes so
1: i'm a little i'm a novice keyboard player i play in church i don't want to give you a false sense that i'm a concert pianist i'm not uh, but I wanted to have a special proposal, so I took her up to the Pigeon Point Lighthouse in Atascadero, California, by Half Moon Bay, and had my friends set up my keyboard with rose petals on the path to the other oh, side of the lighthouse. I had to get it is. approved through the lighthouse, you know, association. Right. So she walked around the corner and knew something was going on. I had her stand there, and I sang her this song. Then I proposed, and I actually sang the same song to her at our wedding. Nice. What song? Uh, Love of My Life by Jim Brickman. Don't know it. Yeah, it's actually what? a pretty cool ballad. You know what?
0: When you listen to this, yes, it's gonna be playing in the background right Sounds now. Sounds good. So everybody will know <laughs> the song. So everybody. That's a pretty romantic. Yeah. Uh, pretty romantic. It's pretty cool. Yeah. You are at Life Point Church
1: currently, yes. And where is that? Uh, Downtown La Mesa, right across from Farmer's Table. Used to be San Filippo's Pizza, for those that are historic La Mesa residents. Yes. uh, Right at the end of the village. Okay, and how long have you been there? Uh, We started the church in 2012 from scratch. We were at another church. We launched there uh, by Lake Murray, Ah. and then from there we went to Maryland Avenue Elementary, uh, and then we've moved at this location. We've been there about five years.
0: Hmm. Wow. So the church is 400—oh, wait. 475 churches
1: that's my second gig is the the youth director for our okay
0: we'll go back our network yeah so before you were a uh a full-time pastor yes i mean you're like the head honcho right i mean i'm the the
1: lead pastor now yeah but i was youth pastoring
0: for 15 years prior to that okay at two different churches so before you had this church yes (laughs) it's a little outtake b-roll stuff that that you guys won't hear. Those of you who are listening to the show, you know that Duke often makes his presence known and is not very patient. If there's nobody else home, he likes to be included. SoCal Students Network Youth Director. Tell me about that a little bit. Yeah, so I'm one of four directors that oversee
1: 475 churches for all of Youth Ministries, junior high, high school through college. And we put on about five summer camps uh, each July to August up in the San Bernardino Mountains, uh, my personal responsibility is I oversee a youth convention. We have about two thousand students that converge wow. on San Diego uh, every February, March, April, depending on the year, and that is kind of a big giant. We at the town and country last couple of years, so that's that's my responsibility. That's my passion. I never left
0: youth ministry, so this is my way to kind of give back Stake and man. oversee. Yeah, nice. That's awesome. And then I, this must be a typo because it's not church related. Uh, JT Collectibles. JT Collectibles, that is true. What does JT stand for? Uh,
1: Jeremy and Tony. So that came from, I had a vending business. It was JT Vending. My friend and I had a vending gumball route here in La Mesa, East County, uh, probably about 20 years ago. And I just uh, removed the vending and added collectibles. And Jeremy's my friend still. We're just not Not in business business together. So yeah,
0: that's on my seller's permit. Ah, you should... uh change it to tony orlando yeah because exactly. you know i might get some votes right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right you know what that brings us pretty much up to date as to who yeah. you are where you are what you're doing and what brought us here so we're going to take a break and then we're going to talk about politics we're going to talk about when and why you decided to jump into the race talk Good. about a few things that you hope to do for la mesa and your vision and we'll hear all of that after the break i'm tony on the mic my guest today tony orlando we'll be right back Me. and we are back today my guest tony orlando every time in and out there's probably going to be bumper music related
1: knock three times okay that's the second like okay most famous hit besides yeah tie yellow,
0: yellow ribbon knock three times who's in the strawberry patch with Sally? yeah and honestly if you put on tony orlando and Don's greatest hits I could probably sing it beginning to end. Wow. My, he my is parents. still touring. He's going to be really? here in San Diego, I think, in the next couple of months at Viejas. Wow. Yeah, he's probably pushing 80. He's got to be. Yeah. I'm pushing 60. Yeah. And when I say pushing, I mean, I'm pushing the next birthday. <laughs> <laughs> but you are getting into politics. Why now? Why run? That's a
1: good question. So I thought about this probably 15... 20 years ago we moved to la mesa someday i want to run for city council i never thought i'd be mayor do that but i That's thought funny, i want I'm to get gonna, i'm gonna be mayor you're gonna be mayor my, yeah. my
0: listeners know that on my good. on my long-term plan is a run mayor. for
1: mayor fantastic we need good people in politics so yeah. so i started thinking about it and it was in no rush you know there's if you're if you're not looking as an opportunistic uh then it's no rush to when right. you get involved right, right. so that's why I started by volunteering on the personnel appeals board. Which I say volunteer, you get a stipend, like I told you, like, but it's it's basically per diem. It's less than what you make. But uh, so I got appointed to be on that commission. We're going to talk my, about that. Oh, we'll talk about that. Yeah, we will. So yeah. we'll talk about that for sure. So let me get to the why. Maybe yeah. a little bit more of why you know. And I've always been civically minded. I love part, and I it's hard for me to take off my hat from my day job and my desire to serve the city because it's all about compassion. It's all about serving people. It's all about meeting them at their greatest point of need. And so that was just compelled me, which is what led me to here. And I can get into the genesis of I was going to run for the special election, Tony, last uh, year, last November, uh, because if you understand the election in 2020, it left a trickle up because Kamala became vice president, right. Dr. Shirley Weber went from assembly because the guy from L.A. went to went, went to Kamala's job as right. senator, and then Dr. Shirley Weber became secretary of state. Dr. Akila Weber, her daughter, right. took her job, like Duncan Hunter's son, right. as the assembly, which left a vacancy for an unexpired term in La Mesa. Uh, I had talked to, you know, very green at this. I don't have any political background. And how does this work? Had some conversations with one guy who is a friend who was on city council in the last like 20 years. And he said, let me find out who the party is running. Usually they're getting behind one person. He called, told me the person's name. I did not know her. I said, I'll get behind her. I'll pull my name and i knew i wasn't going say pull your name had you submitted any pay, paper i, case I had officially filed yes and i don't know from when i had the com- yes so i had officially filed but i hadn't gone through paying for the ballot statement i hadn't even got my 26 so i had my papers pulled but hadn't officially filed if gotcha, that makes sense gotcha. and so once I, I i had already gotten you know calls from the californian interviewing and i told them and it printed like Tony's getting behind dot, dot, dot candidate. He has removed his name. Cause I didn't want to be a Ross Perot. I didn't want to like cause enough damage to hurt her, even though I wasn't going to win. I knew that. Does that make sense? Cause it we, does, we no, all,
0: I was trying to think of the other Ross Perot, um, in the Gore Bush election, oh, was it
1: Ralph Nader? Nader, Nader, Nader. Yeah. yeah, the Green Party, yeah,
0: yeah, Nader and Perot both. Yeah, of them.
1: And, and arguably, if Nader doesn't run, Gore's probably our president. Right, it was that close, right? right. Well,
0: the same, you could make the same argument if Perot didn't run. Yeah, that so. Bush
1: would have won. Right. Clinton, a uh, governor of Arkansas, never been president right. before, <laughs> right? You
0: know, so all right. Sorry about that. No, side it's track. good. Um, okay, so. Oh,
1: now, and then okay. let me finish the story, Tony, yeah. if you don't mind. So. When I, once I pulled my name, it and I thought that was just what you do. That's a what's a team player, right? I wasn't right. trying to be, but I just that's the right thing, and it worked out good. I ended up getting COVID. It was like bad. I got 18 straight days. We don't need to get into that. Wow. But I was I couldn't have run anyway. It was a short window, and so the candidate I got behind won. And then when Baber announced his retirement in January. I my phone started ringing and said, "Hey, because of what you did last year, we want you to be the guy for this open seat." And so that's when the really the ball started rolling. So, like I said, now I was, what did
0: they know about you? What when I, I don't understand the whole recruitment policy. and that's. That's a
1: legitimate question. They didn't know anything about me, other, other than that my willingness out, right, to run. Right. Uh, I aligned with the party. I they knew what I did for my day job. They they knew you know the guy that I talked to. I think we, we can, had a, we cannot be vague. Yeah, the Republican Party. Yeah, the Republican Party. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, correct, yeah. correct. I'm yeah. a conservative. You know, right. I don't it's, you know don't disenfranchise yeah, anyone, just, obviously, but. After that, they just said, Hey, we're always looking for good candidates, right? You know, sometimes there's not enough good candidates to run, Sadly, and the true. Democrats have people in the wings, Republicans have people. But once this happened, they said, We want you to be the second guy to run now with Laura because Laura now has to run for her un. Now, that was she fulfilled Dr. the Weber's unexpired term. Now she's running for her full own term, first term of, yeah. of her, her first own term, yeah, right. her own right. term. So, so she, that was just, Daryl, yeah.
0: she was Gerald Ford. Yeah, exactly, she, exactly,
1: exactly. <laughs> correct. Now, now correct, she's correct, running. Correct,
0: correct. So, okay, so you're on the you're on the ballot, obviously. Yes. And yes. now, before we get too far, because this is kind of a La Mesa social media hot button, I want to talk about MailerGate yes uh
1: <laughs> let's talk about mailer gate I,
0: I named it mailer gate i don't know if anybody yeah. else has used that the,
1: you coined it man it's right it's, it's so. like deflate gate or right. anything else like that yeah.
0: or yeah. i don't know watergate watergate <laughs> yeah that was the first one <laughs> right. that was the first uh which it's funny because watergate was the name of the hotel it was that's a right it wasn't hotel. anything to do with water yeah but we've now yeah. co-opted that yeah. deflate gate yes uh, i ran contra gate yes whatever yes. anytime there's anything yeah. going on it's we have to throw a gate That's at right. the end right. because right. because of Watergate. So and again, let me let me be very candid. I saw your name running and you were a no-brainer vote for me. I've known you a Thank while. You. You're a quality dude. I say that with all sincerity. Um, and I don't I don't I'm a registered independent. Sure. Now I lean left lately because between you and either right, I long for the sensible right to come back. Yeah. I think both extremes have gone nutty. Yeah. But the right extreme is kind of hateful. You know, You know. it's us against them. Yeah. And I don't, I don't like that. But, sure. But none of that mattered to me. But then I saw the, the flyer that came and it said the Democratic choice. Yeah. Or the Democratic candidates or whatever it was, they support whatever it was. Yeah. And, and I saw Laura and I saw Christine and I'm like, I've had, I know both of these people. They're not Democrats. Then I saw your name on it. And I got to yeah. say, I was very disappointed. Yeah. I'm like, this is clearly an intent to deceive. Yeah. And so then we put that out there. Then a lot of people started saying, well, one party doesn't own the phrase democratic and everything. And I'm like, okay, yeah. there's a donkey with stars on it it's clearly yes. an intent to deceive and that's my problem if we can't have grown-up honest conversations yes then we're in trouble correct so we again we talked briefly about this off the air uh and i again this is not a gotcha show i'm gonna take everything you say at your word yes, yes. and if anybody wants to direct all your questions to tony yeah. or whatever tony for La Mesa. <laughs> tony for Mesa. Please, what I, I... tony for Mesa. Com? they bought me the domain i didn't get damn it, it. We can share it. I have Tony. I have actually I have Tony in La Mesa. Well, that that's as good. And I'm gonna do a. But no, four is better, man. I'm sorry, man. I, I didn't <sighs> know you're running. You're you'd be no, a great mayor. It's I, a it's a it's a ways down yeah, the road, but I appreciate it. Damn it, <laughs> Tony for the La, <laughs> Tony for La Mesa, and it's not me. Uh, <laughs> you can direct all your questions there. But you said it, there was a. I'm gonna say pack, but that might not be the right word. It, it's it's two things. It's a
1: pack. And an ie like i told you and i'm and i'm not claiming ignorance i grew up intrigued by politics and i follow politics but i'm not well versed in the inner workings like the fire hose education i've gotten the last six months since declaring my candidacy i didn't i couldn't tell you what ie was two months ago which is an independent expenditure which is paid for by someone not me not us and just to give you the us we so when i was recruited as the guy to fulfill this seat i was brought in in a a tandem team with laura with christine with bill exeter who's now running for city treasurer and with amy reichert who's running against nathan fletcher for county supervisor so they had the team concept which i think as i told you from a very practical standpoint sure tony it leveraged the cost down you know these other candidates, they have big money. The Democrats have deep pockets with the union money, and they can fund all these mailers and flyers. I'm a blue collar dude. At the end of the day, I have a collectibles business because there was a time where the church couldn't pay me barely at all, right? right. So, so I'm a tent maker. If that makes sense. So, I knew I was going to have to raise a lot more money. So, a flyer would have cost me a dollar per. Right and now, cost me twenty cents because it's, it's divided five, by five. five. Sure. So th- that was the intent. Now when i found out what a ie was they said uh these people aren't allowed to talk to candidates cuz these are independent expenditures a pac a, a political action committee right. and they're about now i know okay i know where this generated from i'm not going to say oh i don't know where this came from right 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 but it was never asked of me to endorse that flyer to say to sign off on that or to even know I was a part i knew they were sending out correspondence i thought it was going to be issue-based or other thing, but it was, say whatever you want, deceptive is the word that you used. It was meant to confuse, which is really what okay, it, what it right. did, right? So you see that and go, oh, now to the, this is what I would say, wrong or not, and we know that's, and then that, that got hammered all over social yeah, media. I'm going to stick with wrong. Yeah, you'll stick with wrong, yeah. But regardless of what happened, I would still say, It's your responsibility. It's my responsibility to be an informed voter. So when I put my, I did a, we did a community forum, which is the closest thing to a debate that we do. It was five questions, 90 seconds, I think I told you. Yeah, we are talking which about Which is that. broad stroke, like how can I talk about right. homelessness in 90 seconds. Okay. Right, Which
0: I wanna talk about that. So we will, yeah. yes.
1: And so when I gave my interview to East County Magazine, that was 50 minutes of me just downloading like the expansion of each one of those questions, right. pretty much. And, and where, can,
0: where can people find that? That's out uh, there, right?
1: They can find the East County Magazine. And w- here's what I did, Tony. When I posted it on one of the La Mesa pages, I said, here's my interview. I encourage you, watch all of the, because they've interviewed all of us, right. all six candidates, right? Okay. And, or seven of us, including Dr. A, And make an informed voter decision. Now, Grant, some people, I went door to door the other day and some lady looked at me and said, if you're a Democrat, I'm voting for you. If you're a Republican, I'm not. Didn't even have a conversation like that's, you and I've had. That's okay? unfortunate. Yeah, so it is. So the independent expenditure is, is, is very challenging for me because I'm lumped in with that, and I've really been thinking about this. I thought, okay, what's what's worse? What's what's worse, Tony, for me having de- okay? what's well, worse deception or misrepresentation. I don't know that you can put one above the other. Deception's deception. We're not going to say right. it's not wrong, but misrepresentation. Now, granted, Christine and Laura's picture right. were there, absolutely, w- way more prominent. I got some residual, like, oh, Tony, your name was on there, right? But you're the first guy that actually said. Tell me about it. Talk yeah. to me about this. I know where it generated from. I knew that there was even a little bit of confusion of who was behind it because he was the treasurer, who's the guy that I'm replacing in his seat. Well, he's the treasurer. He had enough. He just simply does the books for that East County Pack, which is called uh, Citizens for a Better East County, I believe. Okay. Okay. And like I said, I know where that came from, but it was. It's. I think it's. I don't say it's. I don't want to speak out of turn, Tony. I think it's illegal for an IE or a PAC to communicate with candidates about what they're going to do probably for this reason yeah which makes sense so there's no entanglement so it looks like we were behind now i know another candidate i won't mention her name because i want to respect her she has done some of her own target mailers because of the office that she's running for she needs dems decline to states and no party preference she can't just rely on republicans so she sent out her old her own mailers which has represented things that not necessarily arm, I'm not passionate about like
0: climate action plans Some are, of the you, other are you on that or is your name on I'm not it? on that she's okay. doing that by herself because okay. that's her own thing Now, do, and I haven't seen that I'll, have yeah. to, I'll reserve judgment until I've seen yeah, it correct um, do you think anything in that is deceptive do you think any of that is misleading I, I again, think again being kind of generic I'm not again yeah, I'm not no, trying to pit anybody against anybody it's a good anybody. question
1: Tony and I think what it is you're trying to Confused. cast a bigger net
0: and see I have no now now yeah. I have no problem with casting a bigger net. I wish more people would cast bigger nets. I wish we could get off of both people or most people yeah. being pressed against a wall on the left or right. Like I said, I don't know if I mentioned on the podcast, but I mentioned to you. I've been registered independent since Correct. T- yes. since birth. Yes. I, you know, and I miss the I'm gonna say sane right, the right. you know, the rational right. I miss that because we need it. Yes. We need that Correct. voice. And and this mailer I can't cheer for it to succeed. That's right, because it's just wrong, you know. And 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 anybody whose goal is to muddy the waters, anybody whose goal is to create confusion, it's hard to support that.
1: Yeah, and see the hard part is it looked like it came from us because there 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 was Christine. And Laura and myself in with Jordan and Marks the names, and, right, and, the right. other, and then the other gal that's Fiona running for Ma- treasurer, right. who's who's a, a yeah. diehard Democrat. Right. Right. So right. it just brings confusion. Like, oh well, if these are about you know these issues, then let's. vote If I'm going to vote for Fiona, right. then I'm going to vote for Laura and Christine. Right. So I've really been wrestling with this because this has been a charged issue. It's like I'm you know some of the Democrats are very angry. The Democrats have had to send out like almost a retraction piece, I think. And then there's also been a call for Bill Baber, who's the treasurer on that thing mm-hmm. to resign his position on the, he's the chair of the San Diego Ethics Commission as a virtue of his position on the, uh, the May city council. So anyway, so I started thinking about this, Tony, and I wondered like, what is, what am I implicated in by association? Right? So if I'm the Astros, okay, we're gonna do a sports now. Okay. If I'm the Astros of 2017. You cheated. And exactly okay and I'm not (laughs) Carlos Beltran or Alex Cora banging a trash can right but I'm some random bench guy or
0: who wore the mic Correa
1: it probably was Correa yeah yeah, or Bregman who knows Springer I don't know who it was but that whole team right there was no there was right and and I started thinking about that I'm like man that's because here's the thing I'll cast a wider net as long as it's true. If you wanna accuse me of something that's true, then I'm gonna say, well, that's who I am. Right, or right. no, I will cast a wider net and say, this is what I'm about. But this other mailer that went out, not the IE, but on behalf of the person that's trying to cast the wider net, sh- she may be saying things that I don't agree with, that I don't think are necessarily who she is, but she thinks it may win her some
0: votes. See, and that's that's my problem. And, and, that's, and, and the problem and I, is, yeah. you're that random backup first baseman on the Astros. Who probably didn't even play. Yeah. But you're you're lumped in with, with the cheating well, and everything. Tony, let and, me ask you a question. You and I are parents. I'm just asking sure. I'm asking the, the host a question Please. if that's okay. Uh, absolutely.
1: We're both parents. We I have teens and preteens. You have kids that are now since beyond that. I am confident that our kids have and will do things that will misrepresent our family name okay because you and i both know we've coached too i've coached track you've coached baseball i've coached baseball we always teach the athletes the name on the back is more important than the name on the front right the team is is one thing the name on the back is the family you go home and represent the san Diego zoo used to say there was there was a there was a mandated rule that you cannot wear your zoo uniform outside of the zoo Hmm. I'm like, what? That's interesting. No, because, because SeaWorld can't either. SeaWorld can't either. Yeah. And why? Because when you're out there, if if you, if you someone sees you wearing the zoo uniform, you still represent right. the zoo. If you're on right. the, a bar top and gas lamp, right. waving your shirt over <laughs> your head, that is right. misrepresenting or whatever. the yeah. zoo. Yeah. So I would tell interns that, like, I don't care. When you're not, we had stu- another podcast, another story. I had four students get caught for stealing at Disneyland. Okay. Oh boy. Yeah, that's an interesting story. But and I said, not only are you representing our church, you represent Christ and the greater cause. Of, right. You know, you've blown your example, your witness, whatever you want to say. Right. So I look at that, and so I felt like I have been. That's why I say, is it what's worse, deception or misrepresentation? I feel like that flyer misrepresented me because I will tell you blatantly, I don't hate Democrats, I don't align, but I'm I shouldn't be on a Democratic mailer but it was out of my control. If it came from Capital Media, which is the group that organizes the five of us, right. then I would say, I don't know that I should have a long-term relationship with Capital Media if they're going to misrepresent me. Everything they have sent out, we knew exactly what was going out. It was mileage tax. It was beating the mileage tax. It was beating the tax fighting team. It was all of the platforms that we're running on. Okay. Nothing about deception. It was okay. exactly that. That's that's
0: fair. And that's assuring, reassuring yeah. that... that- I don't know if it's enough. You know? And I just, I don't know. And again, it's hard. And if I didn't know you at all, and and I say this listeners, and I hope that if you're listening, you have some semblance of faith and respect (laughs) that I'm telling you the truth. I have nothing to gain here. I know Tony, and Tony's a good guy, and i was hurt when i saw this because yeah. i'm like come on man yeah and but but you, you... immediately this there's the thing to it not that you rushed to judgment but
1: maybe you did thinking tony was behind his name being on this mailer and although i know where it generated from i know the people involved in that group i was not a part of controlling what message they sent through their i.e their money Right. You know, some of the money that supported us in our campaign in other ways, they've given money to our other mailers. That makes sense that they've yeah, helped oh fund. Yeah. So that's no secret. There's no secret that these these are friends in alignment with the cause. How they're doing it is not how I would have done it, if that makes sense.
0: It does. Yeah. It does.
1: And 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 there's no retracting now at this point. Right. It's out right. there. It's yeah. the, it's now the feathers to, out the pillow. People like, have to make good their, luck, their own put them mind back and in. decide how they're gonna yes. how
0: they're gonna treat it and how they're gonna deal with it. So I'm just I'll sum it up kind of the way I began. It's hard to support intentional and again, we talk about kids. If a nineteen year old intern sent this out, yeah, I'd have a lot more leeway or sympathy. This was sent out by a group of adults who clearly knew what they were doing. Yeah. And it was a it was willful deceit. And that's my yeah. problem. Yeah. you know again and people absolutely make mistakes and people absolutely grow and people absolutely change and you're disneyland stealing and i have sure. stories of kids i've coached and taught and different things where they've done mm-hmm. things that were that in 10 years from when they did it they're horrified they're like, oh my god yeah. i can't believe i did that and i just say look we all did dumb stuff sure you know what did you learn how did you grow back to the ending of of uh mailer is I
1: can only take care of my message, you know, as far as what generates for me and what that consists of is my talking points, yes. But I don't want to say a negative word about Medjgan or Patricia. I met these ladies. They're, they were very kind to me. I believe that each of them believes in their platform. I may disagree with the, I think, here's the thing at the end of the day, and you and I talked about this, we have lost the art of conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Can can we talk? So if I win and they don't, then I still wanna be able to pull them in and how you're an effective leader. You got to this point for yeah. a reason. Yeah. Let's work together. What What are the areas that we do agree on?
0: Yes, common, okay. ground. I'm, common that, ground. That's that's a big thing for me too. Common I think we've lost that. Steal. And when I was a kid, that was part of the thing is, you know, you fight like hell during the election, but when that's it's right. over, that's right. you come together yeah. and that's gone. Yeah. Because now in elections, if you lose an election, you immediately go after the winner and the, right. the predecessor and That's then, true. you know, and if you win, you flex a little bit. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. You know, and, it's true. and at least... Some people give lip service to trying to be inclusive, yeah. you know, and some people don't. Some people yeah. don't even try. You're right. Uh, all right. Well, that's enough of MailerGate. We're going to come back after the break and talk about your policies and the, your ideas. Um, can't bog down too much into policies because you rambled on during MailerGate. So we're going to have to going to have to <laughs> kinda be do... more concise. Here yes. We go. Yes. To the point when we get to your policies. Anyway, we'll be right back with my guest, Tony Orlando minus Dawn. Hey, t- message the show. Tell me your favorite Tony Orlando and Dawn song that's not tie a yellow ribbon around the old oak tree. We'll be right back.
1: Oh, we could
0: make it here, and we're back. My guest today, Tony Orlando, potential La Mesa City Councilman. Uh, City Council person? I think it's Everybody. City Council member. Member. I think it's Council member now. Okay. So you have a 5P policy of why I should vote for you. Yes. And it is people, police, potholes, parks, and permits. Yes. So people, we can skip because I kind of know what you mean by that. So let's go straight to police. Yeah, police. So Tony, I was
1: given a bird's eye view during the riots of La Mesa uh, while while not running for office. But as a faith leader, I was pulled in by the chief of police. And he was he pulled about three of us in. It was a larger group, then it kind of narrowed down to three and he just wanted some spiritual support he's a he's a Catholic by his historic beliefs, but just wanted us to be there. so to make a long story even longer. We were just there with him at police headquarters uh This is like within days after the riots, and very surreal sitting there in the chief's uh conference room and and 15 feet in front of me is a National Guard uh, officer with an AR rifle on the Ooh. balcony of La Mesa. It's like, That's insane. Talk about surreal. Okay, there it is, yeah. Jeweled of the hills, La Mesa. Right. You know, Now here we are. We've we got AR rifles. You know. But that was the reality of where we were at at this yeah. time. So yeah. I would be there six, eight hours at a time. And we would just be there kind of in in holding tank with him. He would ask if we could pray for him before he went out. He would ask if we would walk out with him. There was a a demonstration that was happening one day, which he wanted us there for. And you had the BLM folks over here. You have the Defend East County guys by the American Legion Hall. He said, come out. I want to talk to both groups. And we would go talk. He'd have a conversation with the BLM friends. He'd go across the street and have a conversation with the Defend East County people. So it became a real galvanizing moment for me. And it's I saw, and the police got criticized. This is... 48 hours, 72 hours or so after George Floyd, which is why La Mesa got in the crosshairs of right. our trolley stop situation, which led to Officer Dagis, which was a case that we heard on the Personnel Appeals Board, which then went to the fever pitch that it was. So I saw an inside view while police is being criticized. I saw how labor intensive it was. I saw the PTSD even months and years prior of what they had to deal with. And so there's a need for, in in my platform is how can we support public safety? How can we give them the proper training? How can we increase the hiring of new officers because they lost officers over COVID? They lost officers post riots. So anyway, I don't want to get too long Tony because I know we're on a time crunch.
0: It's a fairly good segue into oh, I'm going to blow the name again. They, That's okay. The police oversight. Personnel. So the, the,
1: those are two things. Police Oversight
0: Board is what Patricia Dillard is the co-chair of, which that's
1: more of accountability for some of the things that were being criticized for misrepresentation, uh, police brutality, some of that kind of stuff. Right. It was an accountability group that was set up, I think, only a couple of years ago. Right. Uh, I'm on the Personnel Appeals Board, which is okay. where uh, if La Mesa can't handle its own HR is what it is. Okay, so, now, is it just just police? It, just- <laughs> it's, it's funny you say that in two cases in 5 years it's only been police. Now it yeah. doesn't mean it couldn't be someone from public works that had a grievance cuz they got fired from their job for right. putting too much roundup, you know, and right. right. you know, right. but yeah. it's been two officer involved cases. The quick one is the first one, he was a gentleman who uh, I don't think I think I could share this is a public record. He yeah. was uh he misappropriately used police database to get a girl's number, you know, okay. which not a bad idea but not appropriate, right? Well, it, not a bad <laughs> Well, here's the You thing. might regret saying yeah. that. <laughs> here's the thing. No, no. If you're a bartender and you meet a girl while you're bartending, is that is that a bad idea?
0: No, that's an on-the-job... If you ask a girl for her phone number and she gives it to you while you're a bartender that's or even right. a police officer. That's right. But he he breached a privilege.
1: The police yeah, database is trust. not right. a right. That's a privilege. They yeah. pay for it, but they could have it revoked. So they uh, gave him a month off without pay, and he was fighting for his one-month pay back. It took us about four hours. We deliberated. We upheld the chief's decision for that, moved on. When Officer Dagis pushed uh, Amari Johnson at the trolley stop, that I knew it right away. I'm like, this is going to, it's not going to resolve. It's going to come to our- It's not our, a four hour. Yeah, it's not a four discussion. thing. It was five days, eight hours on wow. Zoom during COVID. And we had to do trolley stop, you know, site visits, and see the body-worn camera. Everyone saw the viral video on right, YouTube. Right. I We got to see the camera- from the the squad car to the station of him getting booked. And that was a different story. I can't get into that, but that was a different story. I saw two different sides. So,
0: See, and I guess my problem is, again, there have been many, many incidences of police overuse of force or whatever. There have been many, brutality, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. There have been many incidences that have been framed a certain way by a viral video. Correct. And judgment's made by 30 seconds out of 20 minutes. Yes. And my, again, naive, I know. But my thing is, put it all out there. Make, you know, at least to diffuse. You can still take sides. You can still make your judgment. You can still do what you want to do. But let's give all the views, all the facts, all the stuff to everyone. Yeah. Because, honestly, what happens in your, like, I didn't know this board existed (laughs) that you sit on that you made these i had no idea this was a thing it's a city appointed commission right and most people don't know that that's that's a thing and most people don't know that the police oversight board people don't have no idea that these things exist but what we do know is we saw a video on youtube and then facebook and then instagram and then twitter and then wherever else we need to do a better job of messaging and the police need to do a better job of providing immediate or quicker look if you want to know the whole story click here you can still make your decision you know i'm not that's right don't but don't don't misrepresent anything and don't cut anything out you know tony this comes back to my day
1: job and you grew up as as a pastor's kid I can pull one scripture out of context and make it say whatever I want to say. Of course say. you can. Yeah, and sadly, I can say, people Paul do. says, everything is beneficial, but no, excuse me, everything is permissible, not everything is beneficial for me. You, that'd be a license to do, do drugs and whatever. Right. But you look at that in the context, you have to look at that in the, the, the totality of what happened before. What Paul was writing before and what he wrote after. So right. then I can, I can extrapolate, okay, this is exactly what he meant the audience, the time, where it was, you know, all of those things. So I look at that in the same way, it has to be in context. Now, and I was privileged to get the whole video in context and I saw, I saw more. And I was able to. We were able to make a decision, and we upheld the chief's decision to remove his employee. And the minute we made the decision, it was on Channel 10 news, and we were at the Mesa City Chambers there. In ten minutes, it was in the news once wow. we made the final decision. I didn't even know it got out there that fast, but and that's, it was. And to me, that's a problem too.
0: Yeah, but I would I would venture to guess the people who I don't even want to say. So the decision was upheld. So yes. in the grand scheme, I'm going to say the right decision was made. Correct. Um but clearly the venom and vitriol wasn't yeah as targeted as perhaps it sh- as it should have been it yeah. should have been spread out more yeah. should have you know there should have been more context and again that's my whole thing let's not show everybody the inflammatory minute let's show everybody the whole 20 minutes and if you don't have time to watch it shame on you but don't make an opinion you know don't yeah. get emotional about something if you're Correct. not going to do the but again, that's everything. You know, do a little research. That's right. Find find that's out right. the whole thing. Okay, so that's police potholes.
1: Potholes, potholes is the singular literal potholes. We have potholes all yeah. over the mesa. You drive through them, I drive through them, right? But it's also the metaphor of small things matter. That's been my platform. It's like there's some infrastructure things that do matter that go um, swept under the radar, swept under the rug, whatever you want to say, Tony. But potholes are a big deal, and that's been a, a platform that I've run on. Like we got to talk about the things that. Matter to you know, a park being clean is a big deal. I go to certain parks and there's trash everywhere. It's like, well, do you want to take your kid and have a a party at Harry Griffin Park if it's dirty, if it's mess? Or so, so that's just that's one small talking point. That's not the biggest one, but it's that I care about infrastructure, I care about small things, and I care about literal potholes getting fixed. Well,
0: I want to give a little props to La Mesa about I've reported two potholes in my tenure in La Mesa, both in sure. the last couple years, they've been fixed within 30, 72 hours. Really? Times. Yeah. Excellent. They, That's not what I've heard from other see people. It, That's see good. See it, click it, fix it, something like that. Are okay. you familiar with that? No, Is I'm it? not. You should check it out. I need to check it out. See, see it, it, click it, click it, it, it fix, fix it. it. I, I, I may be mixing it up. SeeClickFix.com. SeeClickFix.com. i reported these twice in La Mesa. I'm not sure who pays for it. I didn't pay for it. I'm, I'm assuming it's tax dollars, but it is very efficient. If you have a pothole or some other issue, see clickfix.com. Check it out. But if you just Google how to fix a pothole in Mesa, and I've used it twice, filed the thing, and they got back to me and said, we got your thing. Seventy Within 72 hours, I got a thing saying this pothole has been filled. So, Fantastic. And again, it's like most things, people don't know. You that's don't right. know. That's right. You don't know. I don't know. And I'm running for office. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and so how do and that's my question is how do we s- disseminate this information better? How do we yeah. let people know? People don't want to know stuff. <laughs> yeah. And Tony, it comes back to ownership. You own what
1: you want to own. Out of the sixty plus thousand residents of La Mesa, how many really care? Uh, I'm question. That's, that's an no, honest that's question. A good question. How that's many honest honestly question. really care? Maybe 40,000 say, leave me alone. I got a nice house on Mount Helix. No one bothers me. Or I'm up at Eastridge. Don't talk to me. I don't care. I commute to work every day. I go down the hill. I come back up. I shop where I need to shop. I do uh, Vons, you know, mobile growth. I don't even go in the store. So like for the small percentage of you and I, and I know you and I care, like potholes matter to me. A park being clean matters. Knowing who to talk to at the city matters. Like who do I talk to about about it? Like those are, so I'm like, but it's ownership. If everyone owned the fact that, we owned our city like we own our homes like I'm gonna it's a stewardship issue I'm gonna take care of my home I pay the maintenance I make sure hey when when you're a renter you don't care if something breaks it's not your problem your landlord has to fix that so you're just a tenant Forty thousand plus people are tenants in La Mesa who say, "I'm just yeah. passing through. I'm not going to retire here. I'm not going to have the campground mentality. Leave it cleaner than when I'm found it, you right. know, and then just move on." So right. that's
0: a that's a huge part of the lack of information. So how, you know what? Again, and I don't want to get too in the weeds, but sure, we all want potholes fixed. We all want our parks clean. Do yeah. you do you have a path towards that? Another P? Do you have a path? That's a good question.
1: You know, I. It's list is having conversations and then coming up. What is the best action step? What's the best? I didn't know about this. Click it. You know whatever right. But I had a convers. I was had a, a thought of. Hey, I know a couple asphalt companies. Like literally friends who run right. asphalt companies. Going, they always have leftover asphalt. What if there was a queue, like an in queue of all the the top one hundred potholes to be fixed. And they had a community partnership where they were going to donate the excess asphalt, go there, they can patch a hole like that, put a cone up, and patch it. Right. Done. Like right. 10, 15 minutes, right. maybe. Okay. Right. Two hours later, and, move the and, cone And, and you're we good good put them on the La Mesa website as a community partner we're not there's nothing shady going on where we're we're gonna give them contract city contract I'm just talking like hey we're promoting them as Tony Lawrence donated something to Grossmont High School's food drive okay you were someone that participated in that we put Tony Lawrence down as a as a as a platinum you know donor okay nice so, I like being platinum, no, platinum you are platinum <laughs> so, so these guys you know Aztec paving they would do this and, and then I guarantee you it may be faster than public Public works responding we're engaging community members in investing in the community so maybe it would speed up maybe it's not there's probably liability issues I'm not even right, aware right of. You know? there's, so there's, I don't know the answers to all the like how do you but there has to be here's the problem what right. I've heard is you right. talk to people in La Mesa and they don't they send you to someone else or you get the run around the planning departments open you know four hours a week is what it used to it's right, increased right. now but good luck right. getting a hold of a right. human right and not a recording so toy this is not that hard i think restaurants you know many restaurants would would if they had one guy or girl that did drink service like seriously you know me i out drink most servers and i don't drink alcohol i drink iced tea i'm saying i out drink no i i can pound iced tea i love iced tea sometimes they'll bring me two like people i really know servers will bring me a pitcher but most time i out drink i need a drink and i'm thinking i told my wife the other day we're at a local restaurant love the restaurant i'm like what if they had one kid at fifteen dollars an hour who was running around constantly condiments waters drinks you'd be like you're gonna give a bigger tip because now you feel serviced so now you're gonna feel like la mesa is not yanking me around there's one person who's a utility person who can. hey and if they don't know how to help you they will find the person right. who can
0: and that's that's it that's We don't the have answer. that we don't have that right now yeah Bottles parks permits Let's permits, talk permits yeah
1: yeah parks is kind of there is that's, one issue right okay, now that yeah. actually uh, they are using roundup which is not good so if you're a pet owner you may not want duke over at harry right. griffin if they're and that's a small issue but parks have to be clean parks have to be safe that's one side of yeah. it but it works with the alliteration of the right. piece <laughs> anyway but the permitting process permitting process right now has been eighteen to twenty four months for a patio cover or a room addition that has to be sped up you know so that's now, that's been issue.
0: Well, And again you may not have the answer why why does it take that long is it there a backlog of things from what
1: i understand there's a backlog it's a staffing issue but like i said i heard that they were literally open like not that they weren't working they were working there but the office was only open like four or five hours a week to actually receive permits or whatever but Sheldon, Sheldon's, it's case in point, Sheldon's coffee shop was needing an awning, literally just an awning to help, you know, she, everyone's out in the sun, whether it's rain, the one month out right. of the year it right. rains, but just, you know, shielding, and they could not get a permit. Someone squeaky wheel on city council said, hey, can we get Sheldon... Boom. So so someone can move the needle. Right. It's just a matter. So I think it's a staffing thing. I think there's a backlog. Now there's an accountability thing that the city council just passed where there's a monthly kind of update. But my dad's a contractor. He's 81 years old. He's still working. Wow. He's built literally, he's building he built two ADUs on uh, Mount Helix over like end of COVID, early into like post COVID. And that's, it's funny, that's another story. But I said, dad, you got a cool like business model like 25 years too late. you Because know, right. 25 years ago, oh, an ADU was called yes. a granny flat. okay, flat and, and the that. granny flats were super low tolerance. Yep. It'd be like under 400 feet. Truly had to be in-laws quarters, not a rental property. Right. Well, but the housing shortage, you know, right. the governor years ago said, hey, if you have a postage stamp in your backyard, you can you build can make an ADU. Ride. But the permitting process should not be such where... The that granny doesn't live long enough to see the right, ADU see the that was built right. for her because the permitting process took two
0: years. Well, and I'm going to do some troubleshooting here on the fly. Yeah. Take this with you when you go to office. Please. If we're two years out, 18 months out, we're a year out. Yeah. Because of a staffing issue. Yeah. If I want a permit, which I do for this room we're sitting in. Correct. It's not... We bought the house. It was here. It's not part of our, I would love to have it permitted, included in our square footage. We're putting solar on the roof next week. I can't put any on this because it's not permitted. Yeah. So I'm using, I'm getting less solar, but I have to pay for a permit. Yes. So money is coming in every time a permit is generated. Why not so hire a 1000 people yes. to get out there. <laughs> that's right. And that's take right. care of it. It's not a cost issue. No. I mean the permitting department should in theory pay for itself. Yeah. Plus some. it should it should put money in the general fund. And
1: Tony this actually ties into the affordable housing too. I'm not a fan. I I spoke up at the forum about this. Mm. I'm not a fan of the monstrosity five story buildings. I'm just not. And there's a one that's being proposed right now that people are have low up in arms about it. The old Randall Lamb property that burned down. That was the third uh location that burned in the fires. So the okay, Union Bank ran. Chase Bank and the Randall Lamb okay. building. Historic building, very set, beautiful wood. I remember walking by my offices right there. So they're gonna build a sixty nine, sixty three unit uh Apartment with twenty nine parking spaces, which you go, that's not enough. Okay, right. so it's going to be a parking issue. It's going to, you know, change the face of the village. So why not make it? Let's make. Okay, Tony, This is my COVID platform okay. now. Let's make it. People are hurting right now. Post people are hurting. They're not making what they were making. Forget gas. Look at the cost of food. The co- Everything has gone up. So if if the cost of living has gone up thirty percent. I don't think you and I are making thirty percent more at our respective jobs, pastoring and pool guy. Hey, there we go. We got another couple peas. Another peas,
0: right? <laughs> but
1: so with that being said, people are hurting. The last thing I get so frustrated when I'm on the phone and no one can help me. Whether it's yes. not not the city. Like it's like some hurts. vendor or yeah, I just rented a car and got hurts. stranded in yeah, Chicago. It's like, and good luck, get to a human. And right. I literally been on the phone. I was on the phone for an hour with SeaWorld trying to get they did an auto debit I would not have you be submerged SeaWorld my wife works at I love SeaWorld okay <laughs> this is court this is Anheuser-Busch I don't okay know if still it's not man, Anheuser anyway. but all right I get you. but they did an auto renew on our thing and I never signed off on that so I went th- they were gonna remove it it took me an hour conversation times like three other conversations it was 126 bucks i just wanted it reversed right after a month i find that, but it was like this should right. have been a simple go on right dispute. online like right. I, i'm not trying to get a privilege for free okay i'm not looking right. to get a free membership right. i'm just trying to get my money back right you know the passes are great we'll get a silver one down the road Whatever. so i'm right. like. People are so frustrated. Like, let's should we not make it easier for businesses to thrive in the city? Should we not make it easier for Sheldon's to get a permit? Should we not make it easier for Tony to get solar on this thing? Put a bathroom in if you want to put a bathroom in, and have it be cheaper to get the actual permit and more, you know, time effect, more efficient when it comes to time. I
0: don't know enough about cheaper, so I don't. I mean, obviously, cheaper is better for for people, but there may be yes, there may be mechanisms that require more money. But I do think. We can do a better job. I think that
1: I know there's a hard cost, but my dad, pre me running, has said La is one of the hardest like, that. building departments to deal with. Like and he's he's built all over East County. New single dwelling, uh remodel. He said La Mesa's the worst. Okay, and so, that's,
0: the fact that so many people say that now, no offense, but your your dad doesn't carry a lot of weight because contractors bitch about permits. That's right, you know. So yeah. that's that's yeah. part and the building course. inspectors same thing. Same thing, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, and and I'm not advocating a lowering of standards. Yeah, I'm not advocating any of that, but I am with you, and let's figure out an A through Z yes. permitting process. That a human being can understand, yes, and and and, and catch up. Get if it's yeah. a backlog issue, staff it. If it's a sure. short staff issue, get the people because this is a generating yes money venture. And
1: guess what, Tony? If you are more efficient, the city's going to make more money because permits are going to come through faster. Yes, right. So give it like you said an A to Z checklist and put it on the person, put it on the resident. Yeah. If you jump through these hoops in six months, you can have a permit. Right. Okay, and it's not 18 to 24 because it's on their terms now. It's like, well, right. when we get to it, we get... Now, Grant, I understand it's a staffing
0: issue. Hire more staff. Hire more staff. Hire more staff. Absolutely. It'll Absolutely. Pay. This is one of the things that, that you can't necessarily say that at schools, although I wish. I wish we could staff our schools better. But Correct. I do too. You know, But that costs money. That's right. That's Permits right. make money. That's <laughs> Permits right. Permits generate yeah. money. So there should never be a staffing no. shortage all right so permits we're going to fix permits whoever wins speeding up the permitting process um in a reasonably concise paragraph what's your what's your vision for them is? if you if you had if you get elected and yes. you have the power yes and influence to to create a vision what do you see
1: Well, I want to see the homelessness issue rectified. And I don't know. There's people above your pay grade and my pay grade that haven't been able to figure it out. So there's no magic bullet. If if there was, someone would be coming up with, this is what we're going to do. Honestly, the, the only way to eradicate homelessness is to fully fund. Okay, so in other words, we are going to say they're going to become a ward of the state. We will pay for all of their medical, all of their dental, all of their housing for life. That's the way you get them off the streets. Now that comes at taxpayer expense. That right. comes at a major. That's interesting. No, that you... th- think about that. Yeah, th- and I've talked to retired officers about this because they deal with the homeless population quite a bit. So that would be probably the first thing if we can. And I don't. And go listen to huh. the East County Magazine uh, interview I did because I talk about the three levels of homelessness. I think we have where I said this at the forum where we're asking the right questions. We're just answering them in the wrong order. So we have to talk about you see a homeless person in the street, where are they at? Are they pre-homeless, newly homeless, or chronically homeless? Those are the three categories I talk about. Those are valid points because some want help, some don't. You know, the pre-homeless are living in their car. They're not really homeless yet. They're just like in transition, uh, tough luck with a job, employment. They have gym memberships. Yeah. They go take a shower at 24 hour, go to work, come back and sleep in their car. They're not homeless. They're just without a A home, a A A house. house. Yes. So identify those and talk. And then I'm I'm all about partnership. You can't make
0: them wards of the state.
1: No, no, you can't. You can't. I mean, not that you could, but it would be astronomical. That is the the easiest group to get back on their feet. That's the best chance to help. Chronically homeless, usually mental illness, drug addiction, or, or both. You know, or UC Bull. Those are the ones and I and I have personal relationship with some of the homeless. I'm not I'm not speaking of this as like someone who watches from afar. I've had homeless in my vehicle driving through McDonald's. Guys that came to our church, people we tried to help, got them in a transitional living. They called the sheriff on themselves because they had to take out the trash. Okay, so getting them SSI, getting them, you know, everything they needed. So some don't want help, but I think if we can get to a place to like establish where they're at and partner with organizations that are already doing something. See, I don't think La Mesa has to create what we don't have necessarily. I always learn this in church work. Tony, if you have a food bank at your church and we could partner with you, not just feed off and take whatever, right. but hey, Tony, let's give money to help you enhance your food bank and then in return, you'll let us you know, refer people to you, right. okay? And that's a partnership. That's a right. link up east county transitional living center there's other places that are already doing some of this stuff right. with a home program which is going right now it's two guys earl and matthew uh they go out and they help the homeless they have their boots on the ground no badge which you know police come up to a homeless they think right. they're in trouble right so right. they are a great kind of uh de-escalating group that helps them and then they have the resources I've answered this question with the separation of church and state question I've got about should a pastor even be an elected official? And I won't get in the church and state stuff, but I'll just say this, like I'm not going in this elected position as Tony, the pastor who wants to evangelize the city or proselytize people into. Right Now, granted, if I have a conversation outside and someone wants to have a personal conversation about faith, okay, but I don't separate who I am, not my title, but the guiding principles that drive my life. Now, last time I checked, what's the biggest criticism in politics? dishonesty, lack of integrity, Bad and morals. Mailers. And mailers, yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> but but for me, right. who, would, who wouldn't who would say, you know what, I want someone who I could trust, yes. who is honest, yes. who's going to be have integrity, and is going to have high moral character when it comes to making decisions. Yes. Okay, now it doesn't mean you should vote for me. I'm just saying, like, I'm going to carry those guiding principles into who I am. I can't separate the lock from the key. You know, now Grant, that's not that's a part of my day
0: job, but that's a part of my life. Let me ask you a question just uh, away from politics a little bit. I think there's different types of of ministers and correct. what are you reverend minister i get pastor? a reverend behind my name when i got credential i'm ordained
1: now yeah. i don't like the title reverend i think christ is the only one that should be reverend really? yeah i do okay. so i you know i will park it wasn't known as reverend christ, no though. no but there, there's a reverence <laughs> that's there yeah, and sure. so i look at that i don't It does give me access. I get a parking space at Sharp Memorial Hospital. It says reserved for clergy. Okay. And I I park there because I I can't find parking (laughs) in the structure, you know. So I take advantage of that, but I downplay it. People want to call me Pastor Tony. I'm like, that's fine because they were raised. It's like my English teachers, I still call Mr. So and so. Every pastor I've worked for, whether I liked him or not, I Still call them pastor. It's I so people call you
0: Pastor Tony. People call me
1: Pastor Tony. I just no one ever calls me minister, no one ever calls me minister. Yeah, Pastor Tony. So, and I I respect the office someone holds. I may not agree with some of our presidents. If I saw any of our presidents today who are still living, I would say, Nice to meet you, president. So, -so." yeah, Yeah, same, that's the office. I respect the office they hold.
0: So, now, now again, with the when you prophesize, for lack of a better word. Uh, if you and I were talking, you didn't yeah. know me, you didn't know anything yeah. about me? What do you feel your obligation as a pastor? Yeah, is is it to introduce me to the light of Christ? Is it to bring me into the life of Christianity? Is it to help me with my journey on earth?
1: Just... Yeah, and I would always direct it toward Christ. I am very much a shepherd. You know, there's different kinds of leaders. There's shepherd leaders. There's visionary leaders. I like to think
0: I'm a little bit of both. But we actually had a very long, interesting, and productive discussion about religion. But that's for another podcast. I'm going to cut that right now for the sake of brevity and repetition because we're definitely going to do another sit down and talk about different religions and approaches, etc. Alright, that is gonna do it for the candidate spiel and our religious spiel. We're gonna do one more short segment about you personally, and then we're gonna answer the question. Uh-oh. You I have know been this committed one. of a capital crime. Oh, You're yes. being sentenced to death. You <laughs> have one movie to watch, one meal to eat. And what song would they plug in your headphones as they okay. play you off to the great abyss? We will cover all of that when we come back with Tony Orlando. Who's in the strawberry
1: patch with sally
0: now that she's not and we are back for our final segment i'm going to get some just touch tones because there's some interesting stuff here uh let's see, you like Michael Jordan and Kobe, and you can't stay on LeBron.
1: Yes. Why? Why? Well, I love Michael Jordan. Wasn't really a Bulls fan, not from right. Chicago, but right. I love Jordan, so therefore I'm rooting for the Bulls because I love Jordan. He just okay. was, he transcended the he game did. at the time. He really did. And I'm a huge fan of Magic Bird. NBA probably would not have survived if it wasn't for Correct. Magic Bird. Love they were on Michael tape Jordan.
0: delay. The finals were on tape that's delay. That's right. And that's winning.
1: something. That's and now it's like multi-billions of yeah. dollars. Yeah. I love Kobe. I grew up... So here's the thing. Growing up in San Diego, I was a Clippers fan right. until they moved in 1982, 83. Okay? Right. And then, guess what? We had to watch... We wanted to watch basketball. So my, we had an antenna on the roof. Nice, yeah. My dad would say, hey, we'd have to go up on the roof. Hey, boys. We had <laughs> ladders just always permanently always up. and right? Go up there and turn the antenna north to L.A. so we could get kcal cal 9. Nice. That was the, and so we became Lakers Showtime
0: fans. See, that's interesting because... That's how I became a Cub fan. I lived on the South Side, but our VHF antenna picked up Channel Nine. We didn't have a UHF antenna. WGN and right WGN yeah. Channel Nine, yeah. and the White Sox were on Channel Forty Four, and then later Thirty Two. But that's I watched the Cubs, so all my friends were South Side Sox, White Sox fans. White Sox, fans. and then yeah. I was just because that's what I watched on TV. Greg
1: Luzinski, man, <laughs> the, the Bull, the Bull. Anyway, the bull. so so we would be, we became Laker fans, so that then I carried over to Kobe. And then here's the weird thing about LeBron. The guy is squeaky clean. There's not yeah. there, I mean the guy has been married to his wife high school sweetheart. Yeah. There's no controversy around him. I just don't like him. I I can't even describe That's it. Fair. And it's really weird cuz I I guess I respect, you know, who he is. He is I feel like he's a tight end playing basketball. Yeah. And anyone could bully their way in the lane to do what he does. He's not a great shooter. I saw Jordan who was ultimate finesse like bulldog George, uh, Kobe was a you know Mamba closer. LeBron just doesn't have that clutch gene. We hear that talked about all the time. He doesn't have that clutch gene. And mm. and you know what? He's going to go down. He's on the Mount Rushmore right now, and I can't deny it. I just don't
0: yeah. want to accept it. If that right. makes sense. <laughs> and you know what? And that's to me, he's polarizing. Perfect. Yeah. But it's the perfect comment. I mean, it's yeah. okay. Like for me, a yeah. long time with Jeter. Oh, of I, course. I, I didn't. If Jeter was if on Jeter played in
1: the Kansas City Royals, yes. He, he would be Robin Yount. Yeah. No, Or that's, in the Milwaukee Brewers. He right. would have been Robin Yount. Yeah. Right. A Hall of Famer. Right. 3,000 hits. Very gotta... good
0: player. And if he played on the Cubs, he'd probably be my favorite player. And now there's no reason. And looking back, it's hard not to like him. Yeah. He's, he's squeaky clean. He doesn't yeah. have any real controversies. He's. But he's like Mickey
1: Mantle. Mickey Mantle wasn't the best player uh, of all time, but he's revered up there because yeah. he was larger than life. His yeah. name, Mickey. Guess yeah. what? He came out in the early 50s. Guess what other Mickey came out Mickey in the early 50s? Mickey
0: Mouse. M I C. It just became like he Like was, Tony Orlando. He was like... If was he marketable. ran for He'd, He ran for office. Ran for office. office. <laughs> Mickey Mantle would have got votes by
1: just his name
0: all right enough sports not nearly enough sports but we'll talk about sports another That's right, time another time and right now we're going to talk about your electric chair you have been okay. convicted of a yes. capital car falsely convicted falsely probably, convicted because you're yeah you know.
1: for a deceptive mailer
0: yes yes you've been <laughs> sentenced to death for a deceptive mailer uh, yeah. and you get to watch one movie while you watch that movie you eat a meal what's your movie
1: uh, Shawshank Redemption
0: nice uh, very appropriate that it's
1: a jail movie it anyway, is but it's it's in my top ten and that would be the movie
0: That is one of the few unassailable movies. There's so little that you can critique, and it didn't
1: win any awards. I know. Like I think it was Force Gump or something. Like just overtook it. It's just crazy. That was,
0: but but that's. I think most, and it's funny. I say knowledgeable, meaning people who agree with me. Most (laughs) (laughs) most knowledgeable film people would have that in their top ten. What are you eating?
1: Mamatina's pasta. That's my mom full-blooded sicilian her okay. sauce is my favorite sauce so oh, wow. angel hair with her sauce
0: okay a uh, little bread a little any little size? bread a little
1: bread that's it little okay. bread yeah
0: well red wine. oh you don't drink i don't drink yeah I don't you've drink. never had a beer
1: i have never had a beer i've had some wine i've had a little champagne with my wife i've i like a little Moscato
0: like that's about the, the sweet i have never had a beer i've had three beers in my life really and all three times every it was so gross the first one was in high school, and they're like, "Yo, you got You just got to get used to it." I'm like, "Why do I want to get used to this? This is disgusting." Yeah. And every now and then somebody will say, "Oh, I have a beer. You'll like. I know you'll like this." Yeah. And I just don't like it. You just don't like it? I just don't taste like it. For it. It's, yeah. it's no. It's not a moral stance. Sure. It's not a. Sure. You know, it, I used to go out and people would say, "How come you don't drink?" And because, and I just got tired of hearing the question. Sure. And I would just say, "Oh well, my parents were killed in a drunk driving accident." And they go, oh my God. And I go, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. And, then <laughs> and then right, the conversation. Right, exactly. It's then the conversation's over. over. It's done. And they never ask again. All right. So we got Mama Tina's pasta with a little uh, bread on the side. And what are you drinking? I'll drink iced tea. I iced tea. Iced, iced tea or Arnold Palmer. I'm okay. And then what song are we going to pop in? Faithfully by Journey. I'm
1: forever yours.
0: Steve Perry. I love Steve Perry. Steve Perry, Perry can sing. He's second best vocalist behind the Tony Lawrence. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I'm in a band. I know. Or actually, we're kind of on a hiatus, but but I play music and I sing. And whenever we do a Journey song, which is, you know, you always get, hey, but don't stop believing. Or That's right. Open arms. You, I always just say, like, uh, don't stop believing. It's like, just a small town girl. And then I hold the mic out to the yeah. crowd. Yeah,
1: <laughs> so, so they crowdsource it. Steve Perry in it, in yes. that key. I don't know if it's, you have. I don't know no, if you're a tenor. I don't have it. Yeah, there's no he, way. I've played Open Arms on keyboard and tried to sing along. It's in D. It is absolutely. He is he is a rare
0: tenor. Yes, it, yeah. rare, rare. Well, the dude who replaced him's really good too. He's I, like almost like his name. he mimics him. Yeah, like yeah. He's like if mocked, you listened, yeah. it would be the same. Which yeah. I'm okay with. Yeah. yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay with anything. I mean, when sure. Van Hagar, when Sammy Hagar went to Van Halen, yeah. I'm like, I was okay with that. But he was clearly wasn't trying to be David. He wasn't Roth. David Lee Roth, yeah. Yeah, he was just being yeah. himself. Yeah. And then this guy's clearly trying to be Steve Stephen Perry, Perry yeah. reincarnate. I think that's how he learned. He was like singing along, trying to like almost be
1: like a vent, not ventriloquist, uh, an, an, an impersonator. That's, oh, okay. a, that's what he tried to do, just to replicate his voice after huh. Steve Perry. And wow. he had obviously talent too. Clearly, so, yeah. yeah. And
0: and yeah. And that range is. Oh. Unreal. that's god given that's yeah. not that is right you can I, develop it but you if yeah. you don't have a good voice to start you're no, never getting no. to that point all the voice lessons can't right. make up for lack of talent <laughs> right yeah. exactly exactly all right well that is all I have for you today. I appreciate you coming over, and making Thank some time. Thank you, Tony. Appreciate we are going to get this cut up and posted, hopefully in a couple of days. Obviously, it's great. semi-time related. Before November eighth would be great. definitely before November eighth. Yes. De- well, definitely before like November fourth. I want people to have a chance to yeah. hear it and digest it, That's great. and get out and vote. If you have any questions, you can go to this pains Tony me to for Lamesa. Tony <laughs> for La Mesa. I better make sure that
1: GoDaddy account's current. <laughs> yeah, got years down I, the road. I'm, if I I'm lose, I'm gonna put in a
0: stalker <laughs> and I say as soon. As this expires, <laughs> I'm getting that domain. Oh man, uh, dang it! Because I have Tony in La Mesa. I that's do. Okay. I have tonylemesa.com, and it's it's tied to another project I'm working on. Great, but that's that's funny. Also, the California Inquirer. What was the, the paper? East County, East County Magazine, okay. and I'm
1: also something for the Californians coming out. I just did the interview last okay, week. so East it's County sim- Magazine. East County Magazine is the actual. You can actually see the video interview right.
0: of me talking. Oh, okay. if you want to see right. me and
1: yeah, my interaction. So yeah. Okay
0: that's uh that's legit so, but anyway it's election season please folks do your research be informed please be informed yes. vote for people my parents always taught me always which is why i'm a registered independent vote for people first yes and policy second absolutely and if you vote for good people uh Tony, and like i said tony's a good guy i had i had no reservation but mailer gate now has me scratching my head so we'll have to see what happens but get out and vote. Make sure you do your do your part. And other candidates who have not yet been on, this is an open forum. Okay. And I'm a pretty big deal. I'm Tony in La Mesa. Not so, Tony for La Mesa. No, I am for La Mesa. I'm for La Mesa. Yes. <laughs> That's going to do it. Thanks, Tony. Say goodbye to the folks.
1: Thank you so much, guys, for having me. Appreciate it. Great.
0: Tony in the Mesa, La Mesa. Outro, outro 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 That is going to do it for another episode of Tony on the Mike. Please subscribe, like, comment and support the show at Tony on the Mike on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube and the TikTok. All of these platforms are being slowly filled with quality entertainment product. Also support the show on our Patreon page and contact Tony on the Mic at tonyonthemic.com for sponsorship opportunities and content suggestions. I want my sponsors and the support side, including associate producer Gary Lawrence. Oh And where one one my in... dog is not going to let us. That's do this okay, letter, man. Duke. It's my buddy Duke. Okay. <laughs> oh, what a lover! Look at this guy. So yeah,
1: <laughs> here's breath on the mic right now. <laughs> Duke, this uh, is B-roll right now.
0: Yeah, this is absolutely outtakes. Like, lie down.